Blog Talk Radio. I'm getting down to the sum of this. The sum of that. The sum of everything. Come And welcome to Come Get Some. My name's Chris. And before we get into what this show is, who I am, and why you should be listening, I want to address the 300-pound gorilla in the room. I did not have sexual relations with that Wookiee. I'm not saying I didn't want to. I'm not saying I don't see the attraction. I'm just, you know, long flowing hair all the way down. I'm just not in the Wookiees. It's nothing personal. I'm not racist against his species. And treat him just like all my other friends. It's not personal, but uh, no, I, I did not have sexual relations with that bookie. So now that that's out of the way, let's get into the show. Today I'm talking about getting down to the sum of me. Who am I? Why am I here? Why are you listening? By the way. That last one was rhetorical. Please keep listening. Uh, I will say, I'm new to this, so please bear with me. I've never broadcasted before. I have never done a podcast before or a radio. But today is a new day, and it's my day to start a new venture, and you're all coming along for the ride. Welcome to my journey. Here's the deal. I have always had a propensity to entertain. I've always wanted to make people laugh, smile. And the more I can make other people laugh and smile and just feel better about their day or just think more rational about things and have have happier uh, thoughts and make better decisions, I feel better about myself. And that's what this show is going to be about. Pretty much started when I was in fifth grade. We had a little middle school, grade school crossover uh, uh, drama club thing that started up. It was a very special thing they did. They had a really good drama program in the middle school. And I fell in love with it. You know, they bring around that poster, you know, of all the different people from different jobs. Like you had the secretary, and that was about all they had for the lady pictures. Uh, It was, remember, it's 1980. Uh, and then there's a, a lawyer, doctor. I think they had a nurse, which is another female. Uh, I'm not saying I'm okay with that. It's just this date and the times here. A, a lawyer program, whatever. And none of that appealed to me at all. I don't know what I want to do. I have no interest in anything uh, in, in first grade. And, and all the way up until fourth grade. In fifth grade, I discovered drama through this program fell in love with it, and for the most part, it was just something fun, and like, oh my God, people make a career doing this, entertaining people. That's amazing. I love to make people laugh, and to me, it was all about being a star, and and I didn't really uh, piece together until later in life that it was about how it made me feel to make other people entertained. So, I... Do this drama program, and in fifth grade, we have a career day. And 
we have a visitor from a kid's parent who's a lawyer who meant to be an actor, but life happened. That was his explanation. Sometimes the things we want in life we can't always have, so it's good to have a backup career just in case. I get it. Cool. Cool, I get it. I heard that. And I figured that's not going to be me. I'm determined. I am going to entertain people. I'm going to make a living. I'm going to be an actor. I am going to be an entertainer. I'm going to make people laugh and entertained. So we had a collage we had to make. We made this collage. And you're supposed to put, you know, things you want to do when you grow up. Be creative. Do whatever you want. Use your imagination. Make a nice collage that defines you and defines what you are going to one day be. So I put together my collage and, you know, had articles from Entertainment Weekly from the movie section of the paper. My word, it was not internet like there is now. I was... Uh, I had everything was about movies, TV, entertainment, comedians... Everything to do with entertainment was in my collage. And I, I, let me tell you, it was a beautiful collage. Beautiful. Teacher walks over. I'll never forget. Fifth grade uh, homeroom teacher, uh, Mrs. Jefferson. Someday I hope to rub it in her face. I've waited too long to do it. Hopefully it won't be too much longer. She picked up my collage. She said, Can I see this for a moment? I'm like, oh, cool. My teacher is going to show my beautiful collage to the class. This is awesome. She's going to show it off. I never get myself showed off. This is great. Picks up my collage, shows it to the class, and says, Attention, everybody. I want you all to pay attention. This collage is perfect. A perfect example of what not to do. This is extremely unrealistic. Be more realistic and give yourself options. This will not be accepted by anybody. And this is an F. She puts it down on my table. Unrealistic. F. It's, it's, it defines me. It's what I want to be. It's, it's what I, what I want to do. It's realistic to me. But I have to say, subconsciously, instead of taking it as more of a motivational factor, I took it as a wake-up call, and I made sure that I gave myself realistic expectations, and I shied away from it. Shied away from it. I tried to participate. I kept letting it fall to the wayside because it's not realistic. Look at that dad that's a lawyer. He wanted to be an actor. I could see it in his eyes that he let his dream go for the greater good, to be able to support his family, to have a real career that he can count on and depend on. I get that. I totally get that. So I went on and I went to school for engineering and computers, and I got into computers. That wasn't such a big job or a big existing thing when I was doing that collage. The only other thing I had any interest in is computers, IT stuff. And my heart's not really in that. But I've been doing it for 17 years. Now, let me tell you, I told you at the beginning of this podcast, I haven't done any broadcasting. I haven't been entertaining people with my voice and talking 
and hosting a show. But in a way, for 17 years through phone support, different variations of it, I sort of have been. I swore to myself early on at the going that I was never going to be that boring doll support agent you get. I have never answered the phone unless I was having a bad, bad, bad day. Say it's called support. What can I do? I click on start. That's never been me. I'm the guy that answers the phone in ways that people can't believe they're hearing because that's not how professionals usually answer the phone. I'm going, thank you for calling support. This is Chris. How can I help you? And I'm doing that because it's funny. It's fun. And it puts the stressed caller with the technical frustration that's been sitting on hold for 30 minutes, who's been told the wrong thing by the last three agents. It gives them a little bit of a, of a way to be set at ease and comfort and enjoyment out of the call, and it's not another boring call. By the end of most of my calls, even the angry callers, they end up telling me how great I am. Not because I'm great. I'm not tooting my own horn. Because I bring personality to the job. Why do I bring personality to the job? Because I am an entertainer. You call me and you say, I have a problem with my computer. And they go, well, let's see what we can do to help you out. And they go, wow, you have a great attitude, Chris. You must be having a wonderful day over there. And then I kind of let him in. I kind of peel the curtain back a little bit. I go, <laughs> it's an act. I'm having the worst day ever. But I shouldn't really put that on you. So let's help you with your issue. So that's me, uh, pretty much. I put it off. I've had this career, and I keep going for these promotions in IT. I want these promotions so bad, and I dive toward them, and I study towards a certain, certain skill set. But I won't go to that next level. I'm not, I'm not, my heart's not into it. I'm not feeling it. I can't bring myself to get that next certificate to progress in IT because that's not where my heart is. That's not where my heart is. My heart is entertaining people like you. Like I do on Twitter and hashtag games, just making jokes, just kidding around, going back and forth, memes, uh, just entertaining any way I can. People go, oh, you're going to be a voice actor now. Okay, that's my new thing. I'm studying to be a voice actor. Because some of the people on my phone calls, some of the people on my jobs have listened to my calls. I'm going, why don't you do radio or radio drops or something with your voice? You should use your voice more. And I go, well, I hate my voice. I do. I hate my voice. But I'm still going to try to be a voice actor. I'm still going to try to podcast to you guys. Oh, my God. I hate my voice. But anyway, point is, everybody's telling me, do it. And I've been holding back on the podcast because two buddies of mine were really off for it. Like, come on, man. Do it. Do it. You've got to do a podcast. i got to hear you do a podcast. And I keep wondering, is this an inside joke? You know, you look at American Idol, and these kids go on American Idol and they go, I'm going to be a singer. All my friends told me I should go on American Idol because I'm so good. And then they go on American Idol, and they sound like they're tuning an elephant's ass. And when they're done, they get insulted uh, by Sam and Cal or by the judges, whoever's doing American Idol these days. And they say, I know I can sing. There's no question. You're stupid. And the judges go, who told you you could sing? And they go, well... My best friends told me I could sing. My parents, my family said I could sing. They all said I should go on American Idol. And you're the ones that don't know talent when you hear it. Well, I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> but 
the more I think about it, you know, I stumbled onto these guys over here at Dead X Radio. All right, check those guys out. They air live free plug. They air live four to seven, three hours video podcast. You can watch them on Twitch or DeadXRadio.com, or you can wait till Monday or Tuesday in the week when they put the podcast out on iTunes and Podbean. Yeah, I'm advertising for them because uh, I, I owe them a little bit, I feel. Uh, I went to see them when they came to do a live broadcast from Horror Fest, uh, Freak Show Fest, sorry. It's a horror movie marathon of, of, of independent film. It was a nice little thing there they had uh, locally here in Orlando. I went to see them and meet them. We hung out. I had already had personal conversations with Chance Hancock, one of the hosts, so I, I felt like I had that in. And it was cool. They spent a lot of time with me. They gave me some advice. And uh, I got to sit in for like an hour and a half of the show and experience podcasting and entertaining. And it felt right. So I said, you know what? Maybe I will do this podcast. And let me tell you right now, I owe, I owe a lot to these guys because I've asked, I've texted, I've called. I've had conversations with Jeff and Chance. Uh, repeatedly and at length about doing a podcast and doing it right because these guys know what they're doing and they're growing and they're being huge. They're going to be huge. And trust me, if they called me tomorrow and said cancel, come get some and become part of the next team, I'd probably do it because that's how much I believe in these guys and how much I appreciate what these guys have done for me that they didn't have to do. I respect the hell out of those guys. So thank you, DeadX Ready, for everything you've done. Without you, I'm probably not here doing this, talking right now. Thank you, G.K. Bose, voice actress extraordinaire, wonderful lady. I consider her a personal friend. Whether that's a delusion of grandeur or not, we'll come back to it at a later date and find the truth about that. But she's been a huge influence. So, so trust me here. If if you love what you're hearing and you enjoy the positivity and you enjoy uh, what I bring to the program and what I bring to broadcasting, you have GK Bulls and DeadX Radio to thank for it. And if you can't stand my voice and the sound of me talking and this is boring the hell out of you and you can't get your half hour back, you have DeadX Radio and GK Bulls to blame for it. So there you go. Anyway, here I am. I'm going to tell you a story. I have had brushes with fame, small brushes with fame that will make you laugh. Uh, a funny thing here is uh, Dead X Radio is one of them, kind of, sort of. You know, they're a growing podcast. I'm on the program. Now they're bigger. You can still come see me on the program on the playbacks on iTunes and at the Freak Show Horror Fest. But I tried uh, to be an actor once before, about 10, 11 years ago. I never went through official acting classes. I've done improv. I've done amateur night stand up. I can tell those stories later. But but this time, uh, the school uh, they teach you and you learn how uh, you know how to slate and you know it's uh, to 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 present yourself in an audition and to get your headshots and how to do your resume. It was worth it. It, it was worth it. It was kind of like a. Uh, more of a model in school, model slash acting, and I'm no model, I can tell you now, but uh, it was weird because it's all young people. These models that are coming to school, they're like 13 years old, 
and made up like Honey Boo Boo. I swear to God. And, and I go in there, and I'm the oldest person there. I'm like 23 years old, and, and I'm sitting by myself. And there's like 10 other little girls all made up with their daddies and mommies looking at me like, where's your kid? It was very weird. I almost felt like, you know, Chris Hansen from, from Dateline, the catch a predator was going to come and just sit next to me and say, what brings you here, Chris? Why don't you have a, you're already sitting down. Well, I just, uh, I couldn't notice you looking at the 13-year-old at the end of the second row, and I'm like, well, I didn't even realize there was a 13-year-old in the second row. I'm extremely uncomfortable. I just want to get on with my acting classes. Anyway, not important. So we get to the acting classes, and they give you uh, a half-ass agent, I would say. Uh, the agent, she was a good lady. She was nice, and she tried to help me out. She really did. She got me a gig as the Charmin Bear at the local county fair. <laughs> in the Prairie County Fair, I was the Charmin Bear. Always in a bear costume, right? Full of the last person wearing the bear costume sweat. It was really nasty, but it paid really well, and I'd do it again. Uh, but did the Charmin Bear thing, and it wasn't real acting, but at least it's something I could put in my resume. It did involve performing, and it was a blast. It was fun. And then I went on, just a few months later, she got me on a reality show. And I was kind of putting on a character for the reality show for one episode. I was supposed to be a nerd. I don't know where he got the idea I was fit for that. Anyway, I fit for that. But uh, the the thing with uh, that show is nobody saw it. It was called UPN's The Player. If you can find video of me on there, more power to you. Enjoy uh, it was a bit of a of a crazy thing, but nobody saw it. Nobody watched the show. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And I, uh, I'm walking with my wife in Bell Plaza, Plaza up in Fort Myers, Florida. We filmed a reality show in South Florida. And this guy sees me. He's walking with his girlfriend. He's the only other couple, only other people walking in the dark at night in the shopping plaza. And he goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know you. I know you. And my wife nudges me, as you see. People did see the show. People do know who you are. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you're the Charmin Bear. So, yeah, he <laughs> he uh, recognized me as my costume character that you never saw my face in. So that's that's my brush with fame. Hope you enjoyed that story. So, really, that's what this show is. This show is about wanting something desiring something, having a passion for something, and going for it. Stop thinking about it and do it. I can't promise you just because you want it, just because it's your desire and dream, it's going to come true. But I can promise you that you have a 100% more chance of success when you're trying than you do when you're not. It's a silly statistic, but it's true, and it's something to live by. It is really important to not have those regrets, to not say what if, and wonder what would have happened if I didn't do it. You know, I I don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. I can't tell yet because I'm only recording it now if it's any good. I can't tell if if I have a future in podcasting or a future in acting. All I can do is give myself every possible chance. And if I succeed, great. If I don't succeed, I tried. There's no regrets. I go, I tried that. 
it didn't work. But you kind of not supposed to ever stop trying. Always try. Because you know what? Sometimes if you're not ready today, you might be ready in two years. You might be ready in two days. You might be ready in three weeks. Who knows? But give yourself the chance for success. Give yourself an opportunity, every opportunity. You always talk about how, you always think about how other people aren't giving you a chance or an opportunity. Other people aren't giving you a, a fair shake or a fair shot. Give yourself the fair shake. Give yourself the shot. Don't give up today what might pay off tomorrow. And that's, that's pretty much the whole thing there. And applies to everything, really. If you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or a singer or a writer, I don't care what it is. Continue to do what you're meant to do, what you feel you're meant to do, what your passion is, what you love. Love it, live it, be it. Again, I can't promise success, but you're giving yourself that opportunity, and it starts with you. It starts with making that first move. For me, it's a silly podcast that I thought maybe I could pull off, and hopefully I'm doing it. In the end, that's what's important, and I really hope, at the very least, I've inspired or, or giving uh, all of you something to think about. And maybe by, even if this is terrible, even by making this risk, taking this risk, I've inspired you to take some risk, take some chances, and give yourself the opportunity as well. And this is a lot more comfortable than I thought it was going to be. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like the show. Follow the show on blogtalkradio.com. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your French friends. Tell your enemies. Why the hell not? Especially if you don't like the show. Tell your enemies. Anyway, next week, I will have on the show a special guest and interview them. I'm just not sure who I'm having yet, but I know I'm having somebody. It'll be an interview. It may be more than one part, so you may have to only hear half of it and be hanging on the line for the rest of it. To be continued, cliffhanger. I love you guys for coming and supporting me, and I hope to see you again next week. That about sums it up. Have a good day. I'm getting down to the sum of this. The sum of that. The sum of everything. Come on.